Good evening, church. Welcome tonight to the Bible study for this evening. We give God all the praise and all the glory. Thank God for a blessed day and another privilege we have again to come together to the studying of the word of God. Thank God that we are privileged to hear these truths of God's word and we are, we are being encouraged day by day to live and work in obedience to the very word of God. One of the things that we are assured of and are guaranteed of in God is as we daily yield to him, we are assured of his eternal protection, eternal guidance, and our assurance of hope in redemption. I welcome you all tonight in the name of the Lord Jesus as a church and a family of God. Uh, today has been a great wet day. Um, but thank God for his mercies and his grace. Welcome you all, both on uh, two platforms, on the Mixilla and on the Zoom platform. Wherever you're listening from, you are welcome warmly this evening in the precious name of our Lord. Um, tonight, again, um, I'm so full um, of the spirit and my heart is full. I, I feel... I feel, I feel this presence of God in my spirit. I feel this burning of God in my heart as we share again together the, the truth of God's word, the ever-living truth. In Hebrews 4.12 says, for the word of God is quick, is living, is alive. It's alive. John 6.63, 6, the word I speak to you, their spirit and their life. God's word is alive tonight. And, 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 and is able to discern, is able to penetrate. Oh, this evening, there'll be an exhuming of dead things. There'll be an exhuming of things that doesn't glorify God. As God's words come tonight, there'll be an opening, an exposition of that which Satan is trying to hide. And there'll be no hiding place for him in our lives in the name of Jesus Christ. We'll receive tonight the, the, the eternal word of God with meekness, with meekness. That engrafted word that's able to save will not lose the saving power of God as we, as we behold the word from the very presence of the Lord. Father, we thank you tonight. Jesus spoke the word in John. Chapter 6, has revealed you on the earth. He said, until men eat his flesh and drink his blood, they have no part in him. But the people of the world heard that and got scared. They said, how will they eat his flesh and drink his blood? But he spoke about the word and the spirit but they didn't understand. And the Bible says when he spoke that word, many of the disciples left him. Lord, none of us will leave you because of the depth of your truth. I pray, God, that none of us will leave you even when we don't understand fully. We will not come before your presence presumptuously. 
We will not come before your presence, Lord, with preconceived ideas, but will come with ready hearts, ready and willing to listen. Our hearts are open tonight. Speak, Lord, and we shall hear. Because with you, we know, Lord, is the word of life. Breathe on us tonight, Lord. That we may receive your life. Lord, as your day is approaching, Father God, keep us in the consciousness of your coming. That we may shine forth your light in this earth. Keep us away from greed. Keep us away from covetousness. Keep us away, Lord, from loss. Keep us away, Lord, from envy. Keep us away, Lord, from everything that has to do with the flesh and this earth. Lord, as we yield to your spirit, O oh God, you will cause the fruit of your spirit that resides in our spirit, not the fruit of our flesh that resides in the flesh. For he that sows the flesh shall through the flesh reap corruption and death. But he that sows to the spirit shall through the spirit reap life everlasting. Lord, we are sowing in the spirit tonight. Like Mary, Lord, we sit at your feet hearing the word that cannot be taken away from us. We come against every distraction. We come against every, 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 everything that makes a man not to understand. Let our hearts be open. That we all may be blessed of you tonight. In the name of Jesus Christ, we pray. Everybody say me, amen tonight. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Praise the Lord. What a great time again in God's presence this evening. I welcome you all in Jesus' name. As our custom is, I hope you have your Bibles with you. Your heart is ready to receive, just like my heart. My heart. And let me say this to you tonight. I'm not just teaching. I'm also listening. That's a miracle of God. It's only it. Matthew 28. Let's read through the scriptures. I'm going to read the scriptures from the King James Version, Matthew 28. We'll read, we'll read a few verses. Um, um, hallelujah. Praise God tonight. This is the word of the Lord. Matthew 28 from verse 18. It says, and Jesus came and spake unto them, saying, All power is given unto me in heaven and on earth. Jesus speaking unto them, verse 19, Go ye therefore and teach all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all things whatsoever. I have commanded you, and lo, I am with you always, even unto the end of the world. Amen. 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 Mark 16. Mark 16. Mark's gospel, the 16th chapter, from the 15th verse. Here's the word of the Lord. And he said unto them, Go ye into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. And he that believeth and is baptized shall be saved. But he that believeth not shall be damned. 
And these signs shall follow them that believe in my name, shall they cast out devils. They shall speak with new tongues. They shall take up serpents, and it shall not, and, and if they drink any deadly thing, it shall not hurt them. They shall lay hands on the sick, and the sick shall recover. Luke 24. Luke 24. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Luke 24. I read from verse 45. Here's the word of the Lord. Then open ye the understanding that they might understand the scriptures. Oh, Father God, this is our heart cry tonight. Not just tonight, but all times. And he said unto them, Thus it is written, and thus it behoved Christ to suffer and to rise from the dead the third day, and that repentance and remission of sins should be preached in his name among all nations, beginning at Jerusalem. And ye are witnesses of these things, and behold, I send the promise of my Father upon you, but tarry ye in the city of Jerusalem until ye endure with power from on high. John 20, verse 21 to 23. John's gospel, the 20th verse. And from verse 21 to 23. Then said Jesus to them again, Peace be unto you. As my father had sent me, even so send I you. And when he had said this, he breathed on them and said unto them, Receive ye the Holy Ghost. And whosoever sins you remit, they are remitted unto them. And whosoever sins you retain, they are retained. We'll read Acts chapter 1 from verse 6 through 14. He gave the entire church the command. Let's go there tonight. Acts chapter 1. I read from verse 6. I imagine Jesus speaking these words to you and I. Shall we obey him? For indeed he's speaking these words to you. Will thou obey the Lord? For there is no difference between the words of the Lord spoken in his earthly work and his words written for us for a memorial and as an eternal commandment. For when we stand before the Lord on the day of judgment, on the day of accountability and rewards, he will remind us of his, of, of his, of his command and his engagement and, and his instruction. What shall we say? What shall you say? What will you do? Acts 1 verse 6. And when therefore they were come together, they asked of him, saying, Lord, will thou at this time restore again the kingdom to Israel? And he said unto them, the Lord, our Lord, said to them, like he said to us tonight, and that we keep saying to us until he comes again. He said to them, it's not for you to know the times or the season which the Father had put in his own power, but ye shall receive power after that the Holy Ghost has come upon you, and ye shall be witnesses unto me, both in Jerusalem and in all all Judea and in Samaria and unto the uttermost part of the earth. 
And when he had spoken these things, while they beheld, he was taken up, and a, and a cloud received him out of their sight. And while they looked steadfastly toward heaven, as he went up, behold, two men stood by them in white apparel, and, and which also said, Ye men of Galilee, why stand ye gazing up into heaven? This same Jesus, this man the Lord will grant us understanding tonight because this same Jesus, this same Jesus, this same Lord, whom God has been both Christ and King, this same Jesus is coming back as he has said. According to the word of prophecy, is coming back again on the earth. I pray, oh God, that tonight, Lord, that the spirit of forgetfulness will not come on us, oh God, but Lord will set this word in our heart. We will behold this truth, oh God, and will live by them, oh God, standing before you, Lord, in truth and in holiness and in righteousness, waiting for your glorious appearing. But this same Jesus, which is taken up from you into heaven, shall so come in like manner as you have seen him go into heaven. Then they returned to Jerusalem from the Mount called Olivet, which is from Jerusalem, is Sabbath's journey. And when they were come in, they went up into an upper room where abode both Peter and James and John and Andrew and Philip and Thomas and Bartholomew and Matthew and James, the son of Alphaeus and Simeon the Zealot and Judas, the brother of James. These all continue with one accord in prayer and supplication with the women and Mary, the mother of Jesus and with all his brethren. Tonight, I'm trusting God that, that, that these words will hit a chord in your heart. These words of the Lord will strike something in your spirit and there'll be an awakening this evening. There'll be desire and, 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 and there'll be confidence of God rising in your heart to fulfill these very words of the Lord Jesus Christ. No wonder Paul told the church in Corinth, in 1 Corinthians 16, verse 9, he said to them, he said, church, he says, he says, an effectual door has been opened unto me of the Lord for ministry, but there are many adversaries. 2 Timothy 4 and verse 5, he says, he says, he says, he says, he says, endure affliction, oh Timothy Paul telling him, and 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 stand strong and stand in faith and do the work of an evangelist. Timothy 4 and verse 2, he said, he said, he said, he said, preach the word, preach the word, preach the word, preach the word, let your life preach the word. This is the command of the Lord before he left for you and I and for the entire church. Are we doing it? Are you doing it? Are you saying, is it, is it your priority? Oh, hallelujah. When all that I am, Response to who you are. Lord, that all we are, oh God, that all we have, Lord, respond to your truth. Respond to who you are. Lord, Lord, let the dead arise. Let the weak be strengthened in the name of the Lord. That, Lord, we might go forth preaching and living your truth. Hallelujah. Ephesians chapter 4. Ephesians chapter 4. I'll read it from from the Amplified 
version of the Bible. Because the purpose of all this study is to be equipped. Why is God teaching us every day? Is to equip us. It's not to fulfill motion. So you should ask yourself after every Bible study, what have I learned? What have I been equipped with? If not, it will have been a wasted time. The purpose of every time we come together is to equip and mature that we may do the work of the ministry. These all the risks until we behold him. Ephesians chapter 4. From verse 4. Paul writing to the church in, in Ephesus, calling them out of their distractions and their lack of understanding. And that's why they were fighting each other. That's why this faction. That's why they're looking for, 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 for what they want to hear. Paul says, no, there's much to do. And I'm revealing what to do to you by the Spirit of God. Stop allowing Satan to take advantage. Don't let somebody else determine your faith in Christ. Let God's word be the determining factor. For the days are evil, he says, redeeming the time. Ephesians 5, redeeming the times. You see, it is, it is it's unfortunate that the church of our day doesn't know that the days we are are evil days. And sufficient evil is in every day. By evil, I don't mean uh, um, Satan everywhere. No, no. It means the close of the age is getting nearer and nearer. And de therefore, iniquity is abounding more and more. You know, earlier today, my wife showed me something, um, a, a, a new design now in the world for, for male wedding dress. Now, there are male wedding gowns now, not it's no more suit, they are gowns, and, and they are made like, 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 like a female one, you know, you know, you know dripping with, with, with so much, I don't know what to call that thing, you know, the, 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 the extra tassel that, that, that you find, or, um, 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 is it a veil now, or I don't know, behind, that they carry. Now there's, there's one for male, now it's being designed so that male can look like female. And it's getting normal. The days are evil, folks, and we must come to know. It says, it says redeem the time. It means, it means buy back. It means, it means learn very fast so that you can start doing what you ought to be doing. Strengthening that things that are almost dead so that it wouldn't die. If not, I will come and judge the people. Strengthening those things that are almost dead. Awake. The Christian work with Christ is not a, a work of leisure. It's a work of service. Rise up and eat and eat for the journey is far. There's more to be done in the spirit. And you can't do it in the flesh. We can only do it by the power of the spirit of God. There's one body. 
of believers and one spirit. Now, does this mean that every, every, every church on earth is the same? No. Not every religious um, proclamation of, or, or those that profess to be Christians are really one. But God knows those who are his. In fact, he said, he, 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 said, he, says, he says, on that last day, many shall come and, and, and say to me, Lord, 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 Lord. They know the word Lord. They know, in fact, they experience even power and miracles. Yet they walk in, they, they actually didn't know God. But the true body of Christ is diverse. And that's why no, no church, no believer should ever think that is the only one righteous. You know, our church is the only church that serves God. No, that's far from the truth. Christ didn't die for us alone. He didn't die for you alone. He died for the whole world. And he has children scattered everywhere. How do we know that? We see that at the end of time. When, when he says in Revelation 20, he said, and I saw every tongue, every tribe, every kindred, or from all nations. Therefore, the church of Jesus cuts across all nations. His church is in Bangladesh. His church is in Syria, in Iran, in Iraq, in, in, in Kuwait, in Saudi Arabia in the U.S., in Canada, where all over there are people who are serving God, who are part of the true church of God. There's one body of believers and one spirit, just as you were called to one hope when called to salvation. We have one Lord, one faith, one baptism, one God, and one Father of us all. He's sovereign over all, walking through all, and living all. Hallelujah. Praise God. Why is Paul saying to this church? Because he's going somewhere. You see, there's a, Satan loves to sow discord. He, he, he loves to make you feel they are superior to others. No, no one is superior. We are all God's children by faith in Christ Jesus. In fact, Paul said in Romans 13, he says, let none of you, them 12, verse 3, he says, let no one think of himself more highly than he ought to think, but let every man think soberly as God has dealt with every one of us the measure of faith. Let everyone think soberly. That means your, your gift doesn't make you superior or, or, or inferior to the other. We are all one. It's amazing how Satan can use ignorance to, to divide people. But for us, there's no separation. Now, turn your Bible so again to 1 Corinthians chapter 3. And just put your hands where we're reading 1 Corinthians 3. And see how he distracts. See how he causes division. See what he, he uses to, to distract us. That, 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 that our strength is dissipating in these things that have no eternal value or consequence. First Corinthians 3. I read from, from, from verse 1. I read from the Amplified Bible. The Bible. While we say this tonight, there's a walk ahead for us. There's a mission, it's an assignment. And when we have a mission and assignment, then we are, we are supposed to train and be equipped for the task ahead. And that's what God is doing with us now as a church. And not just the church at Oba only, but every church where they call on the name of the Lord in truth and in sincerity. For there's one God, 
one Lord, one faith, one hope, one baptism, one Father, one God who is over all and sovereign over our soul. Yet, some don't see this as real. We hold to our, to our, to, to, to our, 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 you know, our, 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 we hold to our own hearts. First Corinthians 3, and, and as a church, uh, as, as individuals, you must do your utmost best to leave God's word out alive. No free of animosity to everyone around you, not just in the church, even in your workplace. No enmity, praise God. No, 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 no resentment towards anyone. No anger, no wrath, but, but only love. He says, oh, no man, nothing but what? But love. Let the love of Christ be seen in you, especially in this time. However, brothers and sisters, Corinthians 3 verse 1, I could not talk to you as spiritual people, but only as to worldly people dominated by human nature, mere infants in the new life in Christ. Wow. Why will he say this to them? We all know that no, no child goes to war. In fact, in world charters, there's, there's a, you know, you know, you know it's, it's a crime to have children as soldiers in that sense. To have children carrying gone. But you see, in the spirit, our children can 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 fight the words of the Lord. But here I'm saying, in this case, their 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 mindset, you see, they can be children but matured in heart. But here, this church, this church are all people, but they have the heart of children. Children think alone for themselves. Children think alone about themselves. But the days are here when you will no longer think about yourself, about your convenience. It's about the work of God. Because if you, if you think about yourself, will not, will not contribute your quota, you will cause the work of God to lag behind. Say for your children, verse 2, I have fed you with milk, not solid food. For you were not able to receive it, even now you are still not able. This will not be your testimony. This will not be our own testimony in the name of Jesus. It will be that we've been fed with milk, we've grown from milk, we've, we've, we've come to, to solid food, we've come to meat, we've come to strong meat, we've come to the place of even bones, and we're crushing bones, doing the work of the Father, getting men saved, getting them baptized, getting them through the Holy Ghost. Casting out devils and freeing the people who are now open our body of Satan. That will be our testimonies. Verse 3 You are still worldly, controlled by ordinary impulses. Now, look at that. Wow, that means, that, means, that means believers can be so worldly, they can be controlled by worldly impulses. And these impulses are the things that Satan and his demons use. To keep us down. The sinful capacity for as long as there is, mark this word now, as long as there is, so how, 
How did Paul know that this church is deeply rooted in carnality and in waters and they are still infants, they are still children, therefore they can't really rise and do what God will have them do. Why? What did he say? What he said? He said, for as long as there's jealousy and strife and discord among you, are ye not unspiritual? Are ye not working like ordinary men unchanged by faith? So how do we know? Paul tells us here. That means, that means how do you know that, that you are growing, you are maturing? That means, that means you are free from strife. You are free from jealousy. You are free from, from, from malice, from gossip. The, the yoke of this bond has been broken by consistent imputing God's word in your spirit. So that you can be totally equipped. I'm prepared for the for the battle of this time. We're not called to just come to church and then, and then hear the word and go back. No, we are called to come together and hear the word and go back with the word and impact the world with the word we heard. Ephesians 4. Let's go on tonight. Verse 7. Haven't said this, it says, yet grace, God's favor was given to each one of us. Now, hear that word now, not indiscriminately, but in different ways in proportion to the measure of Christ's rich and abundant gift. Now, it's what it said here. Now, I'm going a step deeper, a step higher, and I will tell you a few things I've told the church in Corinth. The church in, in Galatia and, 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 and the church in Rome, because I've told them of these things that God has given the church and it cuts across every believer. Yet, grace. So, God gives grace in the church. Now, I know for the grace here is the word gift. Everyone has grace. Say, I have grace. Say, I have grace. Say, I'm endowed with the gift of God. I know this because the Holy Spirit dwells in me. Hallelujah. Folks, the Holy Spirit is the ultimate gift of God. Say, and I will send you the gift of the Father, the promise of the Father. And that promise and that gift is the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. And grace is given to every one of us, and it means every one of us. Hallelujah. And Paul, in this place, mentioned about five of these gifts. Now, some people call this fivefold. Well, really, in the context of the nature of the, of the, of the apostle Paul, he scatters these gifts or he mentions them separately to different churches. So these ones here are not, are not really special. For guess what, folks? There's no gift of God that is superior to the other. Hallelujah. That's the mystery. That's the grace of God. That's, that's what God is. God is sovereign. No gift of God is superior in that sense to the other. Because Paul didn't say this one is fivefold. Paul didn't say these ones are special. He didn't say, and God gave special gifts. No, no. He says he gave gifts. 
some of the gifts. The same way he mentioned the gift in 1 Corinthians 12 and in Romans chapter number 12. The same way he mentioned those gifts is the same way he mentioned them here. So these ones aren't special. Therefore, don't, don't feel, don't feel these ones are, are special. Oh, this, no, no, no. All the gifts of God are for the benefiting of the church. The gift of mercy, the gift of helps, the gift of giving, the gift of exhortation, the gift of prophesying, the gift of teaching are as strong and potent as the gift of the apostle. Why, he says, Yet grace, God's undeserved favor, was given to each one of us. Listen now. Not indiscriminately. That means God didn't close his eyes and just cut No. God intentionally gives each one as he has proposed in his heart. Now, tell me, which gift of God is inferior? Which gift of God is not good? For nothing can proceed from God... That is of less value. Therefore, let no one underestimate that gift that God has given him. For in this time, there's a need for everyone to pull together and bring to the fore the gift of God. The parable of the talents. In Matthew 25. He gave unto one five. Gave unto one two. And unto one one, according to his will and the abilities. And the one that had five made five more. The one that had two made two more. Both of them had they, have, they made hundred percent, because two produced two, hundred percent. Five produced five, hundred percent. If one will produce one, is also worth hundred percent. Wow. Remember, he gave a parable of the husbandman that caused people into his vineyard. One came at about 6 a.m. One came at about 12 noon. And one came about 5 p.m. when work is almost over at 6 p.m. And he gave them equal pay. The one that came at 6 a.m. began to complain that I've been here all along. The one that came to say when I was here a little earlier. And he told him, why are you angry? Did I not agree with you? Give you X amount. I've given you the wage that is due to your time. So don't complain. If I give both you and the one that came last equal amount, that's why I'm called God. I'm sovereign. In other words, do not let the seeming progress or the seeming popularity of someone's gift make you angry make you you know you know to be to, to be to be resentful make you to want to hide your own and says i want to be like you no don't seek to be like someone else seek to be who god has called you in his body thank you lord tonight and the more you practice and exercise your, in your area of gift, 
The more you train, the more you train, the more you pray, the more you commit, the more you use it, the more you master and get better and better and better at what God has called you to do. For everyone has his own gift. Before we go on tonight, I wish we could just post for me on, on the church group. Let's start mentioning all the gifts of the spirit that we have. All of them, if you can. I don't know um, there's a way we can do that, but, but I don't really know. There's a way we can do that on the chat, in, on, on Zoom. If you go to your Zoom link, just go to the chat section. Just go there. Let, let's, let's do access tonight, everybody. Go to, to, to the Zoom link. Come to the chat section. Um, um, if you can tonight, um, um, let me see if I can if, if I can get there on my own. Yes, I can. Yeah, go to the chat and start and start dropping there. Good. Yes, exhortation. Yes, next one. Somebody just go to the chat section and, and, and let's start mentioning all the gifts. So let's go there. Let's start letting that. Good. Word of knowledge. Thank you. Good. Next one. Someone help me here. Yes, the gift of teaching. Yes, someone else. Someone else. I'm waiting for you there. Just go to the chat section. Go to the chat section. You're going to see it. Yeah, gift of giving. Praise God. Prophecies. Praise God. Mercy. Hallelujah. Go on. Go on. I'm, I'm watching. Giving. Service. Yes. What a wisdom. Go on, go on. Hallelujah. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Prophecy. Yes, yes. Someone, someone. Go on, go on. Amen. 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 There are much more, much more. Please go to the chat section. Yes, chat section. Go there. Yep, yep, yep. Because I have a gift of vision through dreams. Okay, yeah, yeah. That's very possible. Yeah, yeah. It's the will of God. The gift of, of kindness. Okay, okay. Of mercy. All right, all right. Yes, interpretations now of dreams. I'm sorry, of, of, of tongues, of tongues. All right, leadership. Yes, yes, yes. Praise God. Glory to God. Romans 12. Yes, go on. There's more. Please, let's, let's add it. Now, these, these gifts are coming. Now, when you look at the chart, you see the number of gifts. They are, they are, they are, they are beyond nine. They are, they, are, they are beyond ten. They are beyond twelve. There's teaching. There's, there's exhortation. You know, there's prophecy. There's tongue, there's tongue interpretation, you know, there's faith, there's 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 healing and 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 and, and there's miracles and, and on and on and on and on and on. Well, guess what? God has given this gift to the church. So the church will profit and be able to minister. Because this is the ultimate for every believer. Hallelujah. Now, if you read down in that scripture from, 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 verse, from, from verse 8, therefore it says, when he ascended on high, he led captivity captive and he bestowed gifts on men. Now, this expression, he ascended, what does it mean? Except that he also had previously descended from the heights of heaven into the lower parts of the earth. He who descends is the very same as he who also has ascended high above all heavens, that he, his presence might fill all things that is the whole universe. And his gifts to the church were varied, and he himself appointed some as what apostles now. Paul began to write to them certain gifts. So if you take the gift of the spirit in, in Ephesians, the gift of the spirit in Romans and, 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 in, and, in, and, in, and in Corinthians and throughout the New Testament, you will see an amalgam of what the gift of the spirit we have in the churches. And through this gift, the very power of God is manifest. And if God gives the gift, ours is to use it by faith. 
just like the one that has the five talents, he used his five talents in faith and he got five. The one that had two used two in faith and he got two. But the one that had one went to berries. So this is where you start dusting your gift and begin to use it. The reason you've remained where, where you are, the, the, the reason you've not made progress in your area of gifting is because you have not been working on it. You have not been using it. You, you have not, as it were, been utilizing it. You have kept it redundant. Rise up! In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen tonight. Praise God. And, 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 and then he says here in verse, in, 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 in verse 11, and, and he gave gifts to the church and, and very and himself appointed some as apostles, special messengers and representatives, some as prophets who speak a new message from God to the people, some as evangelists who spread the good news of salvation, and some as pastors and teachers to shepherd and guide and instruct the flock. Why did he do all this? Why did he give these gifts? One. And he did this to fully equip and perfect the saints. Love the Lord. God never wants us to go unequipped. And that's why everyone that occupies this ministry by the message of the Lord has a great deal of responsibility. They are meant to teach. They are meant to equip. They are meant to know God personally and have the mind of God as God's own representatives for the church. So the fact that they have this assignment does not make them to worship. Paul says, I am what I am by the grace of God. That's why sometimes I find it funny when they call some Papa. Paul wasn't called Papa. In fact, he says, call no one father except God. Call no one Lord except God. Or we have but one father. We have all kinds of names. Well, I, I don't fault anyone, but it's just safe to stand in the bandwidth of the provisions of God's word. That's why sometimes people start fighting because, because, because of titles. Someone's bearing the executive pastor. How weird. Where do you find that in scriptures? There is nothing like executive pastor. Someone is called his eminence. How can a man be his eminence? And the man is taking the glory. For God says, I will share my glory with no one. When a man shares God's glory, that man is under a curse. No matter what men call him. Woe is he that puts his trust in him that whose life is his no streets. Someone is called his grace. How is a man his grace? John 1, he says, he says, he says, he says, he, he, he's full of grace and truth. 
For the Lord came through Moses, but grace and truth is Jesus Christ that we should call his grace because he is in the true grace. But we followed men's tradition. Hallelujah. Yes, senior prophet. Most senior apostle. How? Hallelujah tonight. These are here who will start honoring God and start staying in the bandwidth because the moment we start going off, we start getting into heresy, into dangerous zone. We start, we start opening ourselves to attacks of Satan. Why? Because we are going outside the provisions of Scripture. Something we mentioned tonight, if, if, if you agree with me in faith. So the purpose of all this gift is not for show, it's not to dance. So there's no dancing pastor. There's no prophetic pastor. There's no, there's no pastor with special. Everyone who is called is to prepare the people to minister and to receive Christ when it comes again. That's our core assignment. Anything outside that is man. So why did Jesus give the gift to the church? Verse 12. And he did this so he said he did this to fully equip and perfect the saints' gospel for the work of service to build up the body of Christ, the church, until we all reach oneness in the faith and in the knowledge of the Son of God. That means our goal is to reach the, the unity of the faith, understanding the power of Jesus being the Son, the eternal Son of God. That we grow spiritually to become a mature believer, reaching to the measure of the fullness of, the, of Christ, manifesting his spiritual completeness and sizing our spiritual gifts in unity. So what's the purpose? Every time God asks, he asks for a purpose. Every time God does something. He does for so why in fact the question is crazy. why did God bring us together in the church at Auburn? What's the purpose? And have you asked yourself, Lord, why am I in the church over? What's my purpose? Because God never does anything without a purpose. Our time is up tonight. But I read verse 14. So that we no longer so that we are no longer children. That means there are things we must begin to do or else we will remain children. And as long as we remain children, we become irrelevant in the scheme of God for the end times. I close tonight. I want to challenge you before, the, before God and his holy angels. Stay on the word. Covenant with yourself and God to be a doer, to be a reader, and to be obedient. That everything he has said you should do, you commit to doing. You commit to take, to take, to take, to take, to take, you know, to take great steps gradually. You commit to take baby steps in the things of faith. These are here when, when you start attempting to do things that are righteous. 
start challenging yourself that lord every time i hear your word i commit to obedience but every time i see service lord i commit to doing it lord every time i come to a place of showing my love for you lord i will hide it no more be glorified in my spirit be glorified in my mind and be glorified in my body lord we thank you again tonight We cry to you, O God, that you be glorified in our spirit. Be glorified in our minds. And be glorified in our bodies. Lord, tonight, as you've taught us in our hearing, we shall humble ourselves and begin to find that gift, Lord, that you are giving to us and begin to walk in because we know, Lord, who are counts for it to you on that great day. And that great day, Lord, is not too far from now. Lord, that great day is not too far from now, Lord. Teach us, Lord, to number our days. And we apply our hearts to true wisdom. Lord, send us, we shall go. Lord, call us, we shall respond. We trust your God that we, by faith, will fulfill that which pleases you, O God. Thank you, Lord, because we are through the flesh. We break away from, from envy, strife, and jealousy. And we come to a realm of true love. And we show it, Lord, by practical experience. Lord, in the place of the gospel, Lord, we stand strong. With all boldness, with all boldness, as we give instruction to the church through all the gospels and the epistles for us to go forth and proclaim by power of the Holy Ghost, we shall yield. Lord, set in us, O oh God, a pattern. And we shall follow after it all the days of our lives. I pray, Lord, for strength for all my listeners tonight. I declare over you the strength for obedience. The strength for obedience. You will not deceive yourself. The spirit of deception will have nothing to do with you or the spirit of truth. Because everyone that hears the word and doesn't do it deceives himself or herself. But for us, we'll be hearers and doers in the name of Jesus. I declare you blessed tonight. Oh, I pray, oh God, that the Lord will speak to your heart. Deep in your heart, that area, that area, that area that you need strength for, the Lord will strengthen you. And that assignment he has given you in your hands, you will fulfill. As a church, we will fulfill our assignment. And as individual members, we all will fulfill our assignments. In the name of Jesus. We make this place tonight before the Lord and his holy angels. I will ask, O oh God, that you strengthen us to do your will all our days. In the name of Jesus.
I speak divine provision. I speak divine help. I speak divine strength. Your profiting will appear to all as you stay in the word of God. So it shall be tonight. Lift your hands and give a praise everybody tonight. Lift your hands and give a praise. Oh, tonight if you are blessed, just, just go and chat in the group and say, I'm blessed. Just say, I'm blessed. It's sometimes when you say that, it resounds in your spirit. It resounds in your spirit. You are, you are, you are, you are speaking back. You are, you are communicating. You are talking to your heart and your mind. Go to the chat in the chance and say, I'm blessed. Say, I'm blessed. Say, I'm blessed. And I'm a doer of the word. Right there, I'm blessed and I'm a doer. I am blessed. Tap with your hands. Say, I am blessed and I'm a doer of the word. Go ahead and go to that hallelujah and give a praise. Give him praise. Give him praise. Give him praise. Give him praise. For making progress. The things of the Father. In the name of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. I am blessed and I'm a doer of the word. I am blessed. I'm a doer of the word. And so it shall be. And so it shall be. And so it shall be. In the name of Jesus. Thank you tonight. For coming. And for being blessed by the word of the Lord. You know, God wants to use us mightily in this time. That's his desire. Can we yield ourselves? And truly yield. And truly make commitment in our hearts to be a doer. Not just what we say. And all we require is just faith. Faith in the word. And to believe that everything that Christ has said is true. As we will be. God bless you tonight. We'll see you again on Saturday for the general prayer meeting. And then on Sunday, by the grace of God. Stay blessed. And have a blessed night rest. God bless you. And good night. Amen. Amen.